Hello and greetings, fellow claim geeks. This is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates. Welcome to podcast number six of the Claims Coach, weekly podcast where you can let your claims geek flag fly. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and techniques to help great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. Today's topic is five things your corporate claims policy should include. Let me tell you a story. Many years ago, I entered college as a freshman at Wake Forest University. I had every intention of being a philosophy major. I'm not sure I really knew much about philosophy at the time, And in hindsight, I probably declared my interest in being a philosophy major because I thought it sounded good to be a philosophy major, but I had only a vague idea of what that meant. So as a first semester freshman, the university put me in an intro to philosophy class, which was composed mostly of upperclassmen. And I'll tell you, I found the material extremely abstract, challenging, hard to relate to. I was able to eke out a C in that class, but it really cured me of my interest in majoring in philosophy. Now, in hindsight, I can see that at age 17, I probably didn't have the life experience needed to relate to concepts of ethics, consciousness, knowledge, etc., the stock and trade of philosophy courses. Also, a few years later, when I graduated, I didn't once open the one ads and see a job posting for a professional philosopher. Now, of course, decades later, life has imposed more experiences on me. I've got some bumps, bruises. I've faced obstacles and detours like everyone has. I can look at philosophy not as an expert, but with some seasoning, some life experience to relate to these concepts. You know, everything in its own time. I'm certainly no philosopher, but I've got more of an interest in understanding what it's all about. An interest in philosophy isn't and shouldn't be confined to college students or the halls of academia. Insurance claim operations and corporations who utilize risk transfer or who self-insure should also craft a philosophy of claims. And that's our topic this week. When it comes to insurance claims or self-insured claims, what is the company's perspective and philosophy? That's a rhetorical question, but one which each risk management department, risk manager, or company who has claims, whether they're insured or self-insured, should ponder and refine. You know, risk managers in a corporate setting have exacting specifications for insurance coverage, for pricing, and for budget. And my point here today is that they should give comparable thought to formulating a written claims policy to articulate their desires and approaches in resolving, handling, and defending claims. This can become a really useful yardstick when evaluating the attractiveness of competing insurance bids and proposals. Even self-insured entities 
maybe especially self-insured entities, need to have a blueprint as to how they will approach settlement and defense of claims against their organizations. So here are five things that I think a corporate claims policy should include. There may be more, but these are five things in no particular order. Number one, settlement philosophy. How will you handle so-called nuisance value claims? Will you settle or pay gray area claims as a cost of doing business and to minimize transaction, read that, legal fees? Or will you take a stand and resist nuisance claims to defend the company, to make a statement, or because you think it will deter future claims? So that's item number one, settlement philosophy. Number two, litigation philosophy. Will you take a scorched earth policy, sparing no expense, or will you be flexible? Will you look to fast track cases and turn them over, or overturn every stone? Some companies treat claims like crates on a loading dock. Other companies handle them like rare antiques. I'm not saying either way is right or wrong, and there's no reason you can't choose something in the middle of the spectrum. But what is your litigation approach going to be? That's number two. Number three, defense counsel selection. Are you going to use national big-name law firms, or are you going to gravitate to medium to smaller-sized law firms? How important is it to you to have a brand-name law firm associated with your case? How price-sensitive are you in terms of hourly rate? How important is it for you to have a say in counsel selection? Do you have firm ideas and opinions about who it should be? Do you insist that only partners handle your cases or are associates acceptable? These are all part and parcel of your defense counsel selection philosophy. Number four, alternative dispute resolution philosophy, ADR. How open are you to alternative dispute resolution, mediation, arbitration, mini trials? Are you willing to spring the coin for focus groups to help evaluate cases? Or do you want your day in court? Last but not least, number five, settlement confidentiality. If you reach a meeting of minds on a disputed claim, will you insist on non-disclosure and confidentiality orders on settlements? Some states are increasingly hostile to these on public policy grounds. Some plaintiff attorneys may oppose them. It could risk unraveling a settlement or force you to pay a premium to buy peace. There's no one right answer here, but it's something that should be considered in crafting a component of your and your company's claim philosophy. So the rhetorical question is, what is your corporate claim philosophy? And the takeaway, the call to action this week is this. If you don't have one, develop one and review it regularly. Share it with your business partners, your insurance broker, your insurance carrier, prospective insurance carriers. This can help avoid friction 
and it helps you make decisions and it serves as a rudder steering you through the rocks and shoals of a perilous court and torch system. So fashion your own claims philosophy. Hey, if you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach podcast on iTunes and leave a review. For more information on me or Quinley Risk Associates, please visit me on the web at www.claimscoach.com or connect with me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at ClaimsCoach, that's one word, or through LinkedIn. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check back for future episodes of The Claims Coach.